Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. here him for her radio we are rocking it there is no other show like this one where we dig into the tough topics that are on women's minds through the lens of jesus christ so i can't wait to get to our next topic ladies this is something i hear about all the time why do you always want to fix things when all i want you to do is listen do you know who i'm talking to when i share this i'm going to say it again Why do you always want to fix things when all I want you to do is listen? Thank you to our friend, Miss Little, who shared this with us to talk about today. You guys, we do pay attention to what is on your heart, the victories and the joys. Please go to himforherministries.org and put down your suggestions and ideas, and we will bring the right people to the table to talk about this topic. And this leads me to our guest today, Jay Bryan and Renee Kelva Hearts Igniting Ministries. Welcome, you guys. I'm so glad you're going to tackle this topic with me today. Thanks for letting us come back after last week and all the cards and letters. I I wasn't sure that would happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Did I you get my it. check? I was going to bribe you to come back. Jay <laughs> Brian. Really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you very much. Good. And thank you to John, who's back there in that production booth. He's with us today. N- Yep, yep. And none of that chauvinistic stuff behind there. No foghorns or anything. I mean, we're gonna we're talking from a woman's perspective. Don't worry, I won't give out your address so the women hunt you down. It would be worth it, ladies. I'm just saying. Okay, we're going right back to the topic. Time to draw it in. Why do you always want to fix things when all I want you to do is listen? Would you guys share with us a little bit about your ministry and what you guys do? So we have Hearts Igniting Ministries, and we answer questions like this all the time, for one thing. And we are uh, helping couples to do their marriage really, really well so that they can walk out their purpose and their destiny. We do love after marriage workshops, uh, which is kind of primarily what we feel is like the most effective, giving really practical equipping to couples to have some tools in their toolbox Mm -hmm. for how do we do this relationship really well. Uh, And also helping couples supernaturally through uh, the power of the Lord get freedom in areas that they need to. So it's a natural and a supernatural response. Mm -hmm. And they're both pastors. They both have great wisdom in the Lord. And you guys go to their website, their podcast. I'm a groupie. Their podcasts are amazing. I love to listen to them. You know, there is no couple out there that can't use a little more help in their marriage. So thank you so much for all the wisdom you guys have shared on that. Thank you. Uh, that also uh, the only thing I wanted to mention in addition is is that we have an enormous amount of hope for couples. Mm. A lot of times when couples do connect with us for whatever reason and they just feel like they're on marriage's death's door, uh, we just um, we're kind of uh, over overwhelmed inside about the uh, possible success that God's going to have for them. And sometimes we blow them away a little bit with our enthusiasm, mm. <laughs> but we just want them to know that um, God wants them to be th- together. Mm-hmm. It's the enemy that wants them to be apart. And listen as well, uh, ladies, with your husband, either the, this podcast or some other ones that we've done in the past, How to Keep Your Marriage Hot is so much fun, or What's Wrong With You, The Male and Female Brain. But today we're talking about why do you always want to fix things when all I want you to do is listen. Now, 
I have to share. I've been with my husband more than 40 years. And there are sometimes I share something that's on my mind. And automatically he goes into the mode of wanting to fix it. Tell me, why do men always want to fix the conversation? Well, we're, we're wired that way. We are wired to be logical, among other things. We use that part of our brain uh, in general, generally speaking, more so than women. Well, and, well uh, 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 women are logical. Uh, women can be logical, yes. but we use the logical side more often than we use the other connecting side. Um, it's something that we've talked about in the past, and Renee can give a little bit more information about that, but it's we just tend to always defer to that. We yeah. we go, that's our go-to is the logical side. Sure. So we're not necessarily hearing all the other uh, possibilities engaged in whatever it is in, in the conversation. We're just like, something's broken, need to go fix. So, so you guys are more black and white on things. A little bit. Yeah. Not, I don't want to say caveman-like, yeah. but it's like, this this needs doing. And I know that if I do it, then you won't be in pain that anymore. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think, I think it's important to note that that's a divine design piece. And in society today, there's so much going on to kind of come against the the really the nature that God's created, there's a there's a lot of spectrum there. Every man is not the same. Every woman is not the same. But there are certain ways that he made us to complement one another. And so I have begun to see that because I, you're not the Lone Ranger. My yeah. my husband does that as well. And I used to feel like it was because he doesn't care and he doesn't care about my feelings. And, and I would even say, well, then I'm, I'm just going to go talk to somebody else, yeah. which is not the solution. <laughs> but the reality is they are wired to provide and to protect. And as a protector, he feels this enormous desire to protect me from the discomfort that I'm having mm-hmm. or to, to make provision for this issue. That, that I'm talking about. And so because of that, empathy and connecting with the feelings of it is really second nature or not second nature for him. It's more that that um, desire to fix it for me. Yeah. And that's why just listening is like, that's a skill that men have to learn. And so I think sometimes we take it so personally as women, but we need to recognize that that's like a, that's a new skill that men have to learn and that most men growing up in their lives, that wasn't a tool anybody put in their toolbox. So basically you're saying why it bothers women is because they don't feel listened to. Is that right? Is that what I'm hearing you say? Absolutely. We don't feel validated in our feelings. We don't, we, we feel like you're not really listening to me. The other thing is that I have this, this oxytocin bump, this, this feeling of bonding that happens when we're sharing feelings and I'm telling you about what's happened. And, and then she said this, and then this happened. And then, you know, this is going on with the van and, and I'm getting this kind of high of it's a chemical reaction. Yes, feeling bonded. And when he tries to fix it, he he totally harshes my mellow. He totally <laughs> takes takes away from that sense of bonding and feeling of belonging. So guess what happens though if um, we have the opportunity to go fix something and then you stop me? Guess what happens to me and my emotions? All, all of a sudden, something right. starts building up because I'm wrapped to go fix it. And that doesn't mean I'm doing this right. I'm just telling you what's going on inside of me. I start to get frustrated. It's like, well, come on. Do you want me to fix this or not? Right. To which you might reply, well, not yet. Right. And as much as my chemistry wants that discussion and bonding, his chemistry wants to solve the problem mm-hmm. because that's what makes him feel relaxed and at peace and like everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's just a clash of chemistry that's happening and it takes a lot of love to really fight for that connection in the midst of that's it. That's right. And and understanding uh between us. But we need to know as women it's 
it's not because they don't love us. Mm -hmm. It's it may be that they need to put a little more work. You know, sometimes it feels like they just want to skip to the to the the heart of the conversation and move on without hearing how your feelings were, or what the situation was or what led to it. Right. So let me ask my husband this question. Okay. You're on, Jay Brian. Okay. Do you feel as a man, do you feel more qualified to deal with feelings? Or do you feel more qualified to fix a problem? I feel more qualified to fix a problem, absolutely. And so that is going to be his response. Mm-hmm. He, he's not going to want to step into the thing that he feels not good at. He, he doesn't, he's not really sure how to deal with the feelings part. Mm-hmm. But he well, wants just, to deal with the part that he feels Privately, I need to tell you that I, I do feel a little qualified. <laughs> well, just saying. you've been practicing. I have been practicing. Your empathy muscle is and, growing. And other men can practice too. Yes, exactly. You know why you two are back smooching in the corner? I just want to take a moment with you ladies. <laughs> ladies, this is, <laughs> they're smooching. This is him for her radio women's hot topics. It's steaming up in here. John, you got any air conditioning for us? Um, and I got to get real for a minute. I just want to share with you ladies that there's no other show like this. We're really tackling the topics that we hear from you um, and you might see a secular show on TV where they tackle women's hot topics, but they're not talking about it from the perspective of the Bible or the perspective of Jesus Christ. And in this upside down world, this is a place where you can hear the truth. And today we're talking about truth in marriage, truth in relationships. Ladies, not just in marriage, in any relationship you're in at all. Um, and the topic today is called... Why do you always try to fix things when all I want you to do is listen? If you want to continue to have programs like this, I'm going to encourage you to go to our website, which is himforherministries.org. Please donate. Please allow us to bring the radio, to bring prison ministry, to bring mentoring to the darkest corners of the world. And my passion is that God is going to be pulling on your heartstrings, asking you to give. Would you please give what you can today? Because, you know, if you're blessed, you're asked to be a blessing to others. Himforherministries.org. Okay, I gave you guys a couple minutes to think about this question, about what can we do? Would you give us a couple of examples? What can we do then if our husband is used to just fixing things and we want them to start listening? What can we do? Well, the first thing on my mind is something that we've put into practice. And that's quite literally that I once upon a time said, if you don't want me to fix something, can you at least hold up a sign? <laughs> and and it's for real. And you went seriously. And I go, please, you know, have a sign <laughs> next year that you can hold up. But I'm happy to engage with you. What's it going to say on the sign, Jay Brian? I don't want you to fix it yet. Okay. Right. And so I literally would sort of motion like I'm holding up a sign when I start talking. That's good. So that he knows... I just need you to listen right now. Mm-hmm. And and he knows that I'm I'm not wanting him to fix it. I don't need any suggestions. I just need him to listen. And men, if you're listening right now and you're going, I can't do that, or I, I'm afraid I might not be able to do that so well, have a piece of paper next to you in those conversations or scribble on the newspaper. My wife's giving me that wrinkly eyebrow look like, does that really work? It works for me. If I start thinking of things I want to do or ways that I want to solve the problem, but it's going to mess up the conversation or my ability to listen, I write it down because once I take it off my mind, then I can pay attention. Hmm. Right. So you're actually writing down while she's talking. I, I am. I'm keeping eye contact in fairness. You know, you're an unusual breed, Jay Bryan. I oh, tell you, no. you're a blessing a, to your wife. It's a good tool. It is. I could see how that would be helpful. Right. I think the other thing is as women... We 
need to be intentional about what we bring to our husbands. Mm -hmm. And so I want to make sure that am I bringing this to him for the sake of connection? Because sometimes we really are doing an emotional dump on our husbands. And, and even sometimes we're kind of dumping on them about stuff they're doing that bothers us or, or we're upset about. And, and, and as we need to be careful that, am I bringing this to him for a point of connection or am I just kind of trying to dump on him? You know, you bring up a great point. Do you talk about this stuff during your seminars that you guys hold? Absolutely. Because it does take practice. Mm -hmm. And, and we also give uh, couples opportunities to practice. That's why we call them a workshop. I love the title, Love After Marriage, like love had stopped when they got married. And a lot of you, sometimes that is the truth, but Love After Marriage, please go to their heartsigniting.com webpage to look up um, not only their podcasts in the past, but also what they're doing in the future. I'm so excited about it. Um, I just have to throw this out. It's all honesty. Can we talk? Um, Let's get right to the point. If I want my husband to be my friend, which he is called to be my best friend. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're one. Mm -hmm. We're one. We're united, but not my fixer. Um, I can see that probably some of that fault lays in my lap. You talked about dumping, Mm -hmm. you know, emotional dumping. Like you want to just share. Sometimes you just want to vent. Could you guys give us some examples? Can you run through with us just a, a, a fun fix-it scenarios that both couples can uh, work on? Well, I think that part of it would have to do with, um, number one, being careful about the time that you're picking mm-hmm. to, to have a discussion. I know that for me, if I pick right when he gets home from work, he's totally in task mode. And so I can be very careful about... How I, you know, I might say, why don't you grab a cup of coffee and let's sit down and chat? You know, don't they need to go in their cave for a while? Sometimes. Well, some guys, uh, they like to um, make the environment suit them when they Mm. first get home. So there's a whole lot of uh, men that come home and they'll pick up the toys that are on the front steps, clean up the driveway, get the mail out of the mailbox, check on a couple of things, check on what's going on in the neighborhood with the neighbor next door, do all those sorts of things, checking those boxes as they come into the house. There's just things that they have to do to be able to feel comfortable, like they've left work behind and that they're home again. And I'm certainly one of those guys. Right. I think the other aspect is getting really good, both as a man and as as a woman, at asking for what you want and what you need, which means I have to know what I want. But isn't that exhausting for, I mean, I, what I see through many men, and I also have a son, is that they need to come in, decompress, hang on their own thoughts for a while before they're ready for that engagement. Absolutely. And I think even giving them a heads up like, hey, I have a couple things I want to talk to you about. When is a good time Yeah, is, uh, is a, a helpful thing. A tool that's a little bit helpful for us is, is when I'm on my way home, I'll call. Um, partway through, and I know a lot of people do that, but the, it serves several purposes. Honey, I'm on my way home. This is the time where she can say, by the way, on your way home, can you pick up X, Y, or Z? <laughs> but we can talk about a few things. If I've got a preliminary idea of what I'm walking into, when I come home, that sets me up for success. Mm-hmm. That sets us up for success. If she says, when you get home at an appropriate time after the kids do X, Y, or Z, can we sit down and talk? At least I know that that's on the agenda mm-hmm. on this evening. And that helps me too. Being prepared for what's about to happen um, helps solve a lot of uh, problems. 
Right. And we kind of use the same rule. It's, it's kind of the same as if he starts to let me know that he has some thoughts about being physically intimate. Mm-hmm. And so he's starting to initiate that process. You're putting it on the calendar. Can yep. I start, well, start we're, now? We're well, on the radio right now. Well, yeah. I, yeah. You guys have already been yeah, doing that. Yeah, My yeah. goodness. Right, Get well. a rum. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that I will try to. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> That was not Jay Bryan. That was John Sound Effects. (laughs) You pig. (laughs) No, that was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyhow, when he is is letting me know that that's on his mind, I will try to make sure, even if it can't happen tonight, Mm -hmm. that it that we can make space for it in the next 24 hours. And he does the same for me when I say, I have some things I want to talk to you about. He might say, okay, I'm not able to do that right now when I get home, or I can't mm-hmm. necessarily do that tonight, but let's, you know, have lunch tomorrow. Or Literally let's... make a date right. to be able to go over those things. It's super important. Right. So you're being intentional about it. And then I do a really good job of saying, here's what I need, or here's what I want. Mm-hmm. And so I might even say, I don't need you to fix this. I just need you to hear what's going on between me and our oldest daughter. And I can do a really really good job of being ready. Right. In other words, having the decks clear because I need to have an almost empty box or a clean slate (laughs) to be able to receive that properly. That's really true. Right. Because you guys are focused. We learned that. (laughs) That their brain is focused. They're very focused. And I think, again, we live fast in in this day and age. Life moves fast. And we kind of think that our relationship should just be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But we need to realize that we it still takes time to, to create the right atmosphere for connection and intimacy and, and communication. Just because we can move fast doesn't yeah. mean that we should. You know, so to make sure that I understand this and our listeners understand it as well, um, what a healthy conversation looks like where you're really respecting each other's boundaries and space um, you get a chance to decompress. You get a chance to to get those check-marked items off of the box. Then when you sit down, if you need to flag your husband and say, I just want you to listen, and then later we can share about how we can fix this because I need to just share with you. I need to get it off my chest. You're saying that those are good, effective ways to communicate with each other. Absolutely. And when I do need him to help me fix something, that I use those words. I need your help with this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm looking for a solution. And because how many of us women have said in the past, you never do anything to help me. Mm, those words <laughs> always, never. And, and Them yes, fighting words. Yes, exactly. And so we have this, we're kind of putting them in this lack of balance because on one hand, we're mm-hmm. saying you're not doing enough. And then on the other hand, we're going, you're, you're trying to fix me what I just want to hear. Sure. So what I are better words instead of never and always? Um, telling him more about what's going on inside of you. So I words. Yep. I, I statements. Am. It's not just psychobabble. Mm-hmm. It's it's a way to communicate to just say, um, you know, I am feeling overwhelmed with how much there is to do at the house today or mm-hmm. whatever, instead of you never help me around the house. Yeah. Where that sounds like nagging, but the yes. first did not. Right. Yeah. So we need to practice this. We need to practice it what does take God practice. is telling us. As well, in the book of James, it says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen. Mm. Quick to listen is what it said. Slow to speak and slow to become angry. I love the fact that you guys said maybe even make it a date time or sit down or an appointment um, there's other things, of course, in the calendar that the men are thinking about, and there's other things in the calendar <laughs> that women are thinking about. So to be able to come in one 
and uh, do that. I think it's really powerful in a marriage. You know, the marriage is an example of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that we are one, that we are united here on earth. And ladies, if you're listening, this is him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. And I want you to view your marriages through the lens of Christ. And we're doing that through him for her radio. And so please submit your topics, your ideas. But most of all, what we really need you to do is help partner with us so we can bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest corners of the world for all women, women in prison, women coming out of prison, women who've never been in prison, because we want you to be free in Jesus Christ, especially in your marriages. Amen. I'm sitting here with Jay Bryan and Renee Calva with Hearts Ignited Ministries. Love After Marriage is one of their awesome things that they do. Please go on their website, heartsigniting.com. Can you guys share with us what is missing in the fix-it scenario so we know not to go down that road anymore? Well, um, I'm not sure about not to go down that road again, but one thing that needs to be there for sure is um, I think it's not necessarily a go-to for husbands to be uh, praying for their wives during the course of the day. Or if they've, if they've um, hit a patch of coming home and things are stressful or stuff's going on, I'm, I, I don't know that it's our go-to to think as we're driving home, I should be praying for my wife more. Mm. I should be praying for my re-entry into the house, praying for myself, praying that God will be there, that he'll direct my words, my ability to listen, things like that, and then also praying for my wife. If during the course of the day you are reliving an argument that you had the day before, mm. stop and pray for your spouse. And of course, this goes both ways. But just speaking to the men, men, we can pray for our wife. If you are all about being supportive and strong and powerful in your household, one of the most powerful things that you can do is get on your knees. Mm. And so I would just encourage men to do that. To me, that's something that we haven't spoken about a lot, but that would change the environment in your home for sure. I'm just feeling I need to hurry up and get home and light some candles and talk to you. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That, those are words of wisdom, to pray for each other, to intercede on each other. Because you know what prayer does? Prayer aligns us with God, and it softens our heart to see them the way that God does. Oh, what Amen. wisdom. Amen. I think the other piece, I think that's a powerful piece. And women, again, you can say, can you pray for me? You can ask for that instead of expecting them to know. And if that's kind of a scary thing for them, they don't have to do it on the spot. Just ask them, hey, can you be praying for me throughout the day? This is what's going on. And then they know that their response is prayer. The other piece is what is missing in that fix-it scenario, whether it's it's him trying to fix me or me trying to talk him out of his feelings, is empathy. Mm-hmm. It's just being able to say, I see you. I see what you're feeling. I I understand to the best of my ability and and I feel what you're feeling with you. And that is a skill and a tool that needs to be uh, worked like a muscle. That's something that isn't isn't just automatic. It's not automatic for us as women to have empathy mm-hmm. with our husbands, and it's not it's not automatic for them. And so part of it is just learning how to practice that. And as women, we can change the culture of our home just based on how we respond to circumstances. We can use language like, 
I, what I hear you saying is that you're feeling really overwhelmed at work in the projects that you're working on. Mm-hmm. And they'll begin to, to take on that same language when we're in conversation together. How does that make you men feel when we're that receptive to your day? <laughs> he, he doesn't know. It's never happened. Get it on a calendar. I yeah, would yeah. love that. We, uh, when it happens, I love it. And I would yes. love it more. And yeah. I think everybody does. Yeah. You feel honored and respected and listened Absolutely. to. And, and then automatically, prayerfully, that will be a mutual thing as well. Um, you know, Scripture tells us, submit to one another. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So everything you guys have been talking about is getting the love thing right, listening to each other, encouraging each other, sharing your views in a calm way where we're using the words I instead of you always. Would you guys come back again? You have been such a blessing on this ministry. (laughs) We love coming. Thank you so much. We love being with you. And I just want to say to our listeners and yours that this Mm -hmm. is good soil to sow into to support what you're doing here. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Him for her ministries, Women's Hot Topics. Please make sure that you visit the Calvas at heartsigniting.com. Hire them. Have them come in. Have them do their events at your church. Have them do seminars. I have learned a ton. John, I know you've learned a lot as well. I am so blessed to be here. And ladies, if you don't know the Lord, Jesus Christ is your Savior. Would today be the day you invite him first into your heart? Ladies, I love you so much. Over and out. This is Sugbury, Him for Her Radio.